0: You're tuned in to In Life Now with Teresa M. Blakely, Coach TMB. Relevant, relational, rational, reverent, relevant, relational, rational, reverent, relevant, relational, rational, reverent. Thanks for tuning in to in Life Now. Relevant, relational, rational, reverent, relevant, relational, rational, reverent, relevant, relational, rational, reverent. Thanks for tuning in to in Life Now. Go tell a friend, go tell a foe, tell social media, everyone you know. Relevant, relational, rational, reverent, go tune in to end life now. Go tell a friend, go tell a foe, tell social media, everyone you know. Relevant, relational, rational, reverent, go tune in to end life now. It's about my life, it's about your life, it's about his life, it's about her life, it's about our life, it's about Christ's life, it's about in life. It's about my life, it's about your life, it's about his life, it's about her life, it's about our life, it's about Christ's life, it's about in life now. Relevant, relational, rational, reverent, relevant, relational, rational, reverent, relevant, relational, rational, reverent. Thanks for tuning in to In Life Now. Relevant, relational, rational, reverent, relevant, relational, rational, reverent, relevant, relational, rational, reverent. Thanks for tuning in to In Life Now.
1: Hi, this is Benji and Rick from From the Heart Yoga Center. We're located at 714 Wealthy near downtown Grand Rapids. And we offer uh, yoga and Tai Chi and meditation at our center. We're an alignment-based yoga, focusing on the heart and building community. And the Tai Chi system we offer is from the north of China. It's uh, the method of Master Yanwa Li. I've studied with him for many years, and we offer the total system here. So you can check out our class times at www.fromtheheartyoga.com and come and check out a class anytime you want. Hi, I'm Holly
2: Amarande, CEO of Yummy Life Wellness. I'm a certified holistic health and life coach as well as a nutritional therapist. My specialty is helping you to transform your relationship with food so that you can find a healthy eating plan that works for you and that you'll actually stick to so that you can lose weight for good and have the healthy body and mind that you deserve. We'll talk about much more than just food. We'll also address issues such as emotional eating, stress management, and how to fit healthy living into your busy lifestyle. I'd like to offer you a complimentary coaching session where we will get real about your challenges and what's keeping you from moving forward and reaching them. We'll remove hidden barriers that keep you and put together a plan of action that you can begin implementing right away so that you can be on your way to having a healthier body. You can find me at my website at www.yummylifewellness.com on Twitter and Instagram. My username is at Holly Mirande and on Facebook and Pinterest, my pages are Yummy Life Wellness.
1: Well, welcome everyone to another wonderful episode of In Life Now Radio. We are sitting here in the beautiful offices of Kids Food Basket. And guess what? I have the phenomenal, the prolific 40 Under 40 award receiver and executive director, Miss Bridget. Clark. How are you doing, Bridget?
3: Good. Thank you so much for having me today and for talking and for coming to visit us. Oh my God. I, I wish you it.
1: guys could see our faces because we're both our, our, our cheese and we got these big old Kool-Aid smiles on our faces. It's good
3: though. You know your people, right? When you meet your people, you know your people. Absolutely. It's good to be with you, and I appreciate your time today. Thank you. And helping to create awareness about Kids Food Basket and the important work that we're doing. And and the fact that anyone who is listening, anyone can get involved. Absolutely. And can be a part of this important
1: mission. Absolutely. And you're going to tell us how um, in a few moments. But, you know, you have shared with me off the air um, some of the history here with Food Basket and even how you... Uh, became involved in, mm-hmm. in this uh, wonderful organization. So I want to uh, go just go back just a little bit mm-hmm. to help our listeners understand who you are sure. and, you know, how you got involved. Um, you're the executive director mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you have your hands on the pulse of the city. Mm-hmm. Um, before you got involved with Kids Food Basket, um, what mm-hmm. were you doing? Help yes. tell the story. Right. So now that's <laughs> important. I, was,
3: I came to Grand Rapids to go to Aquinas College. And I came to Aquinas because they have a program called Community Leadership. And okay. the Community Leadership program, I knew that my whole life, what I wanted to do was work in social justice. Mm-hmm. And this was my passion. Um, I was especially passionate, and I am especially passionate, about kids and basic needs and ensuring that every child has the basic needs they live, that they need in order to live and thrive mm-hmm. and to reach his or her full potential. And so um, Aquinas had this great program. It was a great fit for me. I'm from Detroit, so it wasn't that far. And uh, I was a senior at Aquinas, and my project was to find an unmet need in the community wow. and gather the resources to be able to meet that need. Okay. And so, you know, at the very beginning of the, the school year, the professors help you out. Well, it just so happened that my professor of the program was -hmm. George Hartwell at the time. So George, (laughs) I know it's perfect, right. (laughs) George was the director of this program at Aquinas and um, he had met Mary Kay Hoodhood, who's Mm -hmm. our founder.
2: Mm
3: -hmm. Mary Kay said, I have this idea. To start this this program, mm-hmm. there's no organization in Grand Rapids that's directly working with childhood hunger. Mm-hmm. There are no organizations that are specifically addressing this critical mm-hmm. issue, and we have children, our babies, digging through trash cans at the yeah, end of the school. I was
1: reading that. Yes. That's kind of, that kind of. Spark the fire under her, right, yep. to get this going. It did. She has
3: a principal friend, Marianne Shinko. Mm-hmm. Marianne was the former principal at Sibley and is now on our board.
1: Mm-hmm. And
3: Marianne would witness kids digging through trash cans at her school. And when approached they would tell her that they were looking for food. They were looking for food that other kids had thrown away or that the cafeteria had thrown away. They, they mm-hmm. were so hungry that they had to dig through trash for food. Oh my God. And, you know, this is not that rare of a story, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I think that we think about childhood hunger and we think about third world mm-hmm. countries. Right? We think about developing countries. Mm-hmm. We think about kids with distended bellies and sunken in eyes that we see on late night television. Oh, my God, yes. Right? good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what we think about when we think about childhood hunger, and that's not the case. Mm-hmm. Childhood hunger exists all around us. It's right here in our own communities. Mm -hmm. It's kids that consistently don't get good nourishing food every day. It's kids that are deprived of whose parents don't have enough money to buy good nourishing food. It's kids that are maybe only getting one meal at school, right? Mm -hmm. Teachers will say that kids feel safe at school because their Mm -hmm. basic needs are met. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes parents just simply don't have the resources to be able to meet those basic needs. And so this is what we're doing. We're making sure that every child has good nourishing food each and every weekday, each and, every day. and providing more on Fridays and mm-hmm. Mondays to cover those weekends, making sure that kids have food all summer, because no child is able to learn how to read, right? Kids aren't able to learn how to to do their schoolwork. Mm -hmm. Teachers can't teach, and kids can't learn when they're hungry. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's so
1: important for us to ensure that kids are getting this nourishing food every day and that there's that consistency. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Now, you gave me a statistic when you uh, took me on a tour a few moments Mm -hmm. ago. Can you help our listeners understand the severity right here um, in the West Michigan or Grand Rapids area. Yep. Well, so at a statewide level, one in four children experience hunger every
3: day. One in four. One in four. That is a huge number. Here in West Michigan, over 30,000 kids, or just in Kent County, here in Kent County, over 30,000 kids live below the poverty level, right? Mm. Poverty level is $24,000 for a family of four. That's tough for one person to live on, much less a family of four. And so... We're already talking, you know, in order to get state assistance, mm-hmm. people have to be really living below the poverty level. Mm-hmm. And and simply what's happening is so many families are underemployed, mm-hmm. and they're having to make those tough decisions mm-hmm. about food. Mm-hmm. And so we're making sure that the schools that we're working with, every child is getting what they okay. need. So right here in Kent County, again, over 30,000 kids live below the poverty level. 49.1% of children in Kent County receive free or reduced school
1: lunch. Mm-hmm. Okay, I need to pause. Rewind, say that one more time. Because this is real. It is real. And it's so, these numbers are astronomical. Over 30,000
3: kids in Kent County live below the poverty level, Mm -hmm. and 49.1% of children in Kent County receive free or reduced school lunch.
1: Mm. When you hear, when you, well, how do I want to ask you this question? When you let that number resonate, Mm -hmm. what does that, what does it do to you to know that that is a, a factor right now? It is. I mean, if you try to – okay, so try to imagine
3: 30,000 children living below the poverty level. That's like filling up the Van Andel arena three times. Mm. Okay? So even just trying to make that visualization, Kids Food Basket, just here every day, we're serving in Kent County 6,900 children every day. But we have so much more work to do. There are so many more children that are in need of our services, Mm -hmm. that need these critical meals in order to grow – develop properly in order to get the food that they need to thrive and survive, right, mm. for their brains to develop correctly. Mm-hmm. We have a, a, one of our supporters that tells us all the time, we're in the brain development business, <laughs> the brain <laughs> yes. development business, mm-hmm. making sure that brains are, are developed mm-hmm. properly, mm-hmm. and ensuring that teachers are able to do what they do best yes. in classrooms, yes. right? Yes, We had a teacher that, and I share the story with you, that we have a teacher of one of our schools that we just started serving they Mm -hmm. were on our waiting list for services and Mm -hmm. we were able to raise enough money to pull that school off Mm -hmm. and i met her in march of last Mm -hmm. year and we started serving their kids in january and she Mm -hmm. said Bridget, i have to tell you I had the hardest year. I I Mm -hmm. just had really difficult behavior problems in my classroom. She's first graders. Mm -hmm. So she's teaching these babies how to read. Mm -hmm. And she said it was just so defeating. And every day I felt like I wasn't doing a good job. And I just felt like I wasn't able to do what I needed to do. And and they weren't going to go on to second grade knowing how to read. Mm -hmm. And she said, you know, we started serving, or we started receiving Kids Food Basket meals in January. Mm -hmm. And she said immediately there was a difference. And it only took me from January to March to realize to figure it out I never even had a behavior problem Mm. what I had in my classroom was a hunger problem
1: you know what you just shed you just shed a lot of light Mm -hmm. for those who are going to check out this podcast who are in the education um, industry Um, a lot of our babies and the public school systems um, are dealing with hunger issues amongst exactly. a host of other right. things. But hunger is like at the very core because you can't focus. I mean, we're adults, right? right? And I and it. I know, you know, when I get off track, it's because I haven't eaten like I should have. Right. So can you imagine our, our babies, our preschoolers, our kindergartners, first grade, so on and so forth? Exactly. Right. Wow. Trying to concentrate in school,
3: you know, and, 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 and now as we look at you know, our dropout rates, Mm -hmm. right? And we're trying to reduce dropout rates Mm -hmm. and we're trying to increase MEAP scores. Mm -hmm. Like, we have to look at the whole child. Mm -hmm. And kids who are living in, in extreme poverty, kids who are living without knowing where they're going to sleep or where they're going to get their next meal, they're experiencing toxic stress. Mm -hmm. Children who experience toxic stress don't have the ability to learn. It's inequity. They don't have the ability to be able to, to understand and comprehend what's happening in the classroom if they're constantly dealing with the toxic stress of not having their basic needs met. Toxic stress. Toxic stress. Exactly. And it's something that, that they can't get away from because it's, you know, who's taking care of me today? Well, where am I going to sleep? Mm-hmm. Where am I going to get food? Mm-hmm. Principals and teachers tell us, for kids who live in poverty, there are so many barriers yes. to education. Barriers to success. Mm-hmm. So many barriers to doing well in school. Mm-hmm. Kids Food Basket eliminates one of those barriers. Mm-hmm. We eliminate one of those those very critical barriers. Maslow's Hierarchy of Needs tells you the first thing kids need is air, right? Mm -hmm. The second thing is food. And so by providing consistent, good nourishing food every day that they can count on, Mm -hmm. we're eliminating one of those barriers to good education. Mm -hmm. And we really, we feel so strongly about this work. And Mm -hmm. that's why we continue to grow, because we see the impact. Mm -hmm. We have a school that had In one year of serving the school, the very first year, a 21% increase in meat scores. 21% increase. And the principal will say over and over again that he attributes
1: that to Kids Food Basket. And it's because the children could count on good nourishing food every day at the end of the day. Oh, my God. I wish you all could see her beautiful face and just feel the energy that is just exuding out of her. So it is amazing that this all began volunteering, or no, while you were in your last year of college, college. at Aquinas, mm-hmm. Mayor George, well, he wasn't mayor at that time, but mm-hmm. now Mayor George Hartwell, right? Yeah, you go. Right. Yes. <laughs> George George called
3: me and he said, Bridget, I think I have the perfect internship for you. You know, I think that I have the perfect solution. And we started off with $3,000. Mm-hmm. And let me yeah. tell you, I was like, 3000 thousand That's pretty <laughs> good. That's <laughs> good, right? That's pretty good. I can do a lot with $3,000. <laughs> Had, tell us. That's right. I was like, we got three thousand bucks. I got seven volunteers. Okay. I'm good. We right? can do it. Could, and at the time, I did not understand the magnitude of this issue. Right? Like, I'm from Detroit. Okay. In Detroit, it's you know poverty is much more prevalent. Right? Like, it's it's much more visual here in Grand Rapids. It's much more of a hidden problem. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just it's just the way it is. Right? Mm-hmm. In our state, and so I didn't realize what a huge issue this was until we started addressing it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we had three thousand bucks, we raised twenty thousand dollars that year and that year I, I I would hang out at the food bank all day and I would, you know, make friends with the with the people at the food bank, try to get the best food, you know, and I'd make these <laughs> relationships and try to get things put aside for us, you know, and, and then I'd come home and every night I'd work on trying to raise money. And in the mornings get up and, and go slice tubes of meat, you know, mm-hmm. and, and slice up meat and slice bread and Um, wash vegetables and try to engage volunteers Mm -hmm. do the same and deliver meals every day to schools. And Mm -hmm. that first year was so formative Mm -hmm. in in trying to figure out who who we needed to be, right? Mm -hmm. The -hmm. the intersection of what the community needed Mm -hmm. from us and what we could do. And what we found was that this is a model that's effective, it's efficient, it -hmm. makes an impact, it makes an extraordinary difference, Mm -hmm. and and no one else is doing it. And Mm -hmm. we need to not just do it every day, but we Mm -hmm. need to grow. And one of our greatest accomplishments as an organization is that we've never stopped serving a school. So we've never That's had awesome. to... Thank you. I'm, I'm so proud of that. that, that we've never had to stop serving a school because we didn't raise enough money or because we just didn't do things right or we didn't have enough on. Mm-hmm. we've been able to be consistent. Mm-hmm. And if we really want to make sure that the kids can trust us mm-hmm. and have that consistency, they need to be able to depend on it. And schools too, right? Uh, our, our absolutely teachers need to be able to depend on us.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Now, you know, you just dropped a, a business nugget. So I, I want to I go to the business side of Bridget mm-hmm. for a moment because we have a lot of aspiring business owners um, that are going to tune into this show. And so I want you to help. I want you to just kind of expound. You use the word research
2: mm-hmm. when
1: you're going in business or when you're going to start a nonprofit or whatever it is. I mm-hmm. mean, that's kind of a blanket thing. Right. But talk about the importance of doing your homework, research. Yes.
3: Oh, my goodness. It's so important. And I think, too, is also finding your niche. Yeah. And, and it's, that's good for for what i found here at Kids Food Basket, it is this critical intersection, right? Mm-hmm. It's the intersection of what you're really good at, mm-hmm. what what are you really good at, mm-hmm. and what does the community need from you? That's
1: good. Right? Come and on. that
3: works in nonprofit or in business. Mm-hmm. What do people need and what are you really good at? That's and good. if you can find that sweet spot, yes. then, then you can really explode. Mm-hmm. And that's what we found here at Kids Food Basket. We are really good at engaging community we are really good at teaching people how to get engaged and how Mm -hmm. to give back and we are really good at feeding kids and the community needs it from us. Mm-hmm. And so we've been able to continue to build on that and grow and, and at the same time be doing great work every mm-hmm. day. But I think the research component is huge. You mm-hmm. know, like if we would have gotten into this and there were three other organizations doing it, That's or if good. we would have gotten into this and not known where the money was, like mm-hmm. we're 100% charitable funded right now. So that means all of our funding is coming in from charitable entities mm-hmm. and from individuals, mm-hmm. churches, organizations. I love that. It's amazing, mm-hmm. right? But like we had to really research do our research to understand, is there is there a need for this, and can we communicate the need well enough to be able to fund it?
1: I think what you just share right there is, is oh, it plays the intricate piece in whatever a person desires to do. Mm-hmm. Is there a need mm-hmm. for this? Yes, is there a need. Is there a need? Yeah. And then the other thing that I think is important too, Bridget, and I want to hear you talk back to me on this, um, I, I'm a um, A life coach, and I'm really big in personal development. But in regards to business, you need to know why. Yes, you're doing it because your why keeps you going, right? The why all day long. Come on, talk
2: all
3: day long. Come on, help us out. Believe what you do; (laughs) they believe why you do it, Mm -hmm. and that's Kids Food basket is all about that, Mm -hmm. right? Like. Why do we have 200 volunteers mm-hmm. a day? Why are we serving good nourishing meals? It's so every child has the nutrition they need yes. to reach his or her full potential. Mm-hmm. It's to make sure every child has good nourishing food because they have the right to good mm-hmm. nourishing food, right? Mm-hmm. Like every bag, it's it's we deliver more than mm-hmm. food. Mm-hmm. We deliver love. We deliver consistency. We deliver nourishment yes. for the mind, the body, talk and talk the soul. Talk about that, the bags. the bags. I mean, bags. Every, <laughs> everything
1: is so uh, purposely done here. I just love it. Strategy.
3: <laughs> strategy. All strategy. Way along. That's
1: another one. <laughs> yeah, it's strategy.
3: But it's the why too, mm-hmm. right? So the bags are a oh, great example. So so we try to do decorated bags as often as we can. Mm-hmm. Pack up the meals and mm-hmm. really cool, brightly decorated, fun, engaging, warm. It's like a hug, you mm-hmm. know, to get a decorated bag. Mm-hmm. Teachers tell us it makes all the difference in the world. When kids get their sex supper, the first thing they do is they look to see whether or not it's been decorated. The first mm-hmm. thing they do, we had a teacher who did a home visit, she walked into the home. There were mattresses on the floor, and above one of the mattresses were bags taped up under the wall. And she said, honey, why did you keep these? And this little boy told her, he said, because they're mine. Mm. It was a gift, right? It's a gift. But the bags represent more than that. They represent a touch of love. Mm-hmm. They, they, we can't measure how loved kids feel. Mm-hmm. But we want them to know that when their kid's food basket meal mm-hmm. comes, that there are people behind this that care mm-hmm. about them, that love them, mm-hmm. wow. took the time to, to decorate this bag. Now here's the business side of it, right? Here's the business side. Anybody can do this. You can volunteer in your home. You can volunteer in another country. You can volunteer in the middle of the night, right? But get, but decorating bags and giving back to Kids Food Basket that way, that way anyone can get involved. It's us getting our <laughs> – well, I, I always say tentacles, right? It's us uh-huh. getting getting our branding and our messaging out mm-hmm. to as many people as possible, mm-hmm. letting anyone in the world know mm-hmm. that they can get involved. We have Lady Gaga did a bag for us, right? Like we've had Shut celebrities up, do really?
1: bags. Yeah, we've had,
3: you know, <laughs> sports teams do I bags for it. us. We've had – you know people from all over the world that have done bags we do an international brown bag decorating day that's marketing right mm. there's 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 a business mm-hmm. side to this mm-hmm. that at the end of the day our mission mm-hmm. is not to deliver decorated bags mm-hmm. it's not
1: but it's a way people can touch that's the good. mission it's that's a way good. anyone can touch So the, the mission. message is being carried out Yes. And delivered in so yes. many different ways. Yes, that's the strategy. the strategy. Oh, that's good. And keep that message going,
3: because mm-hmm. not everybody can make it here, mm-hmm. right? But people find out about us oftentimes by decorating bags. They Google us, then they see what the great work we're doing. They make a gift. They love giving bags to kids who are basket, but they can't leave, right? Mm-hmm. We have se- many seniors. Who are mm-hmm. decorating bags just right there mm-hmm. in, in, their, in in retirement homes and in nursing homes, decorating bags. They want to give back. They can't always make it here mm-hmm. to, to volunteer. So the strategy is carrying that message, mm-hmm. carrying the brand, getting getting the message about what we're doing out in so many different ways. And
1: this is the way it can be done. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. You know what, Bridget, you are full of so much energy and and. You know, like I said earlier, you know, the passion is just exuding you. you. And I'm almost finding myself, finding it hard for me to, to uh, concentrate uh, talking to you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> which everybody knows that's a big thing for Coach TMB. But listen, Kids Food Basket is touching thousands of lives on a weekly basis. How, when you think about that impact that you're having, what does that say to you? Or what does it mean to you? It's a guess. It's such a gift. It's an honor and
3: it's a privilege. It's to do this work and, and to have this many children depend on us mm-hmm. and for this many teachers yes. to to be able to for them to be able to capitalize on their learning opportunities, right? Yes. Have more opportunity to teach yes. kids. Yes, 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 or yes. for parents who are deciding whether or not they get an important prescription or buy fruits and vegetables, mm. right? Like, to be in that space so, so that they don't need to make that tough call. If they know Kids Food Basket mm-hmm. is going to provide their kids fresh fruits and vegetables, and ma- they can make some of those tough calls. These parents who are living paycheck to paycheck, yes. right? Like, our families, yes. our parents, our children. Yes. It is It is. It is an honor and privilege. And um, I'm a mother now. I've got two little ones. And since I've become a mother, I'm even more deeply connected to this work Mm -hmm. because I realize that every one of those 7,500 children that we serve is my child, Mm -hmm. right? Like Mm -hmm. our children. Yes. These are our babies, I think that's the
1: mentality we have to have. We have to have that. We have to. Mm -hmm. Every child.
3: Every child has a right. Every child deserves Mm -hmm. good, nourishing food every day. That's right. And no no child should ever have to suffer that toxic Mm -hmm. stress of where am I going to get food. And so it's an honor and a privilege to be able to do this work every day and to do it with this incredible team. Mm -hmm. We Both our volunteers, our board, our volunteers, our staff that are so dedicated mm-hmm. to, to this incredible work and to the specialness mm-hmm. that is here, right? Like this very unique thing that we have where we've been we found this intersection where we mm-hmm. get to engage the community. We yes. do it, we, anybody can do this, right? Mm-hmm. It's easy. You don't have to come in for eight hours. Mm-hmm. Come in for an hour and pack a thousand meals, right? Look, look at the great work that you've done. Mm-hmm. And it, it wasn't hard to do. No. And anyone can do it. Kids as young as five can come in here. Wow. You know, we have volunteers as old as 100 that are coming in to volunteer. And so to be able to witness that, bear witness to it, and to host that, we see ourselves here at Kids Food Basket not as the chief heroes Mm -hmm. in in attacking hunger. We are not the heroes. We don't go out as, you know, vigilantes and attack this problem.
2: Mm -hmm. We
3: see ourselves as the chief hosts. The chief hosts. We are the chief hosts. We are the chief hosts to Attacking Child and Hunger. So we engage the community, and the community does it. We facilitate the process, right? Oh, we are the chief hosts here in Muskegon and in Holland, in all three of our locations. Wow. And that's how I see myself, right? Like, I'm, I'm in no way chief hero. Mm-hmm. I am the chief host. I am the chief host of my team. Mm-hmm. I engage really great people who are really smart and mm-hmm. really passionate, and they know what they're doing, mm-hmm. and, and I host
1: them, right? Wow. Like, that's my job. And, you know, you have a great team of people here as well as volunteers. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, when I was waiting for you to come out um, from your meeting, I was sitting there in the lobby, and the the volunteers, the people that were getting ready to come in, they were just excited. I don't know if this was going to be their first time or if they've been here before, but they were really excited and looking forward to coming in. It's so cool. I love it. It's so cool.
3: The energy that's created, you know, sometimes it'll be like lunchtime. We'll have a law firm, and they're in suits and ties, Mm -hmm. right, making sandwiches. Right alongside of a group of um, uh, differently abled adults, for mm. example, right alongside of maybe a group of stay at home moms, alongside of, of, of a church, mm. right? And they're all working together. They're making sandwiches, they're making meals, they're packing up meals, they're delivering them to schools because everybody is concerned about the same thing mm-hmm. making sure that our children mm-hmm. all have good nourishing food
1: our children. Mm -hmm. I think another important component that, that also takes place, um, when people come in to volunteer is I can see, uh, different walks of life coming together and getting a different perspective when they come in and and volunteer their time. Yes,
3: absolutely. Talk about that. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. You know,
1: and that's, it's really important. You know, we're not Mm -hmm. a religiously affiliated
3: organization Mm -hmm. because we feel that this is a community movement and and Mm -hmm. regardless of, you know, who you are, where you come from, that this is for everyone here at mm-hmm. Kids Food Basket. And, and I think that that's, it's important for people to understand too, you know, the, the, the facts that there are thousands of kids that are living in poverty, mm-hmm. right? And you walk in these doors and you see it. Mm-hmm. People need to understand that here in West Michigan, we have, you know, very significant problems that mm-hmm. need to be addressed. Right. 30,000 kids that live below the poverty level, almost 50% of our children are receiving free to school lunch coming in these doors and, and understanding mm-hmm. different perspectives, both from the people that volunteer next mm-hmm. to you as well as from the statistics that mm-hmm. we share on the walls and that you can look up and see the schools that we're serving and yes. hundreds of kids that we're serving in schools that may be two or three miles away from you, so, you know? Mm-hmm. We tell a, a story, you know, this summer, um, a, a tale of two summers, and we have two girls, <laughs> Katie and Marlo, mm-hmm. and they're they're both in third grade. And, you know, they both had a great third grade year and they both loved their third grade teachers and they were learning times tables, right? Mm-hmm. And, but Katie had this summer where, you know, she was all excited to be on swim team and to go on vacations, right? And Marlo lives three miles away from her, and Marlo takes care of her baby sister after school or every day during the day mm-hmm. in the summer because they don't have school to go to. Mm-hmm. So their day is consistently looking for what they need, right? Mm-hmm. And the, the the difference is that Katie looks forward to summer, and Marlo can't wait for school to start back up again, right? Mm-hmm. Because they they very oh different summer situations, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just three miles away. So understanding that this is our community, right? And we need to care for one another, we really try to do that education piece here at Kids Food Basket. So mm-hmm. people understand what the needs are and then how they can be involved in meeting those needs. Absolutely.
1: Mm-hmm. So I I guess that's a great place for us to get ready to bring this uh show to a close with you. But Tell the people um, how can they get in contact yes, with yes, Kids Yes, absolutely.
3: Well, so if you, if you love Facebook, if you're on Facebook, link us up on Facebook. And so it's Kids Food Basket. Find us there. Um, same with uh, uh, our Instagram and our Twitter. Same thing, at Kids Food Basket. Um, Check out our website and there's a whole host of different ways to volunteer on our website. Mm -hmm. There's a way that you can connect right through and go into our volunteer hub that we call it Mm -hmm. and and, um, put in your information and sign up to volunteer. And if you want to become even deeply involved and become... Deeply. Did you hear the passion in that? Yes, if you want to become (laughs) deeply involved and become a leadership volunteer, Contact me. You know, contact anyone here at Kids Food Basket. Let us know you want to be a leadership volunteer. We have 15 different committees and task forces Mm -hmm. that are working on these big strategic Mm -hmm. goals that we have. We have... Very big strategic goals where we want to be able to continue to grow Kids Food Basket mm-hmm. and continue to make huge impact. And we need our leadership volunteers to do that. So if you find yourself moved by this cause, if you're moved by this work, mm-hmm. join one of our committees mm-hmm. and task forces because we need leaders in our community that can help share the voice, right, and that can help us
1: strategize. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So listen, I wanna, this is the coach coming out of me. I want to ask you this reflective question as we close. When you look at your life today – And I believe you've been involved with Kids Food Basket for a number of Mm -hmm. years now. But when you just look at Bridget, Mm -hmm. did you ever think that you would be making such an impact on people the way that that you are? Well, I always dreamed I would,
3: right? Come on. I I dreamed I would. This is um, my 13 and a half years Mm -hmm. that I've been doing this work.
1: And um, it never gets easier, but I get better. Okay, wait a minute. Say that one more time. That was good. Catch
3: this. Here it comes. It it never gets easier. Mm-hmm. You just get better.
1: Oh wow. Yeah.
3: I wish I could tweet that. Yeah. <laughs> Go for it. Tweet it. Tweet it all day. It's truly how I feel. And and that it's that it's always hard work. Mm-hmm. Social justice is hard work. It's yes. meant to be hard work. It's never it was never meant to be easy, mm-hmm. right? If you choose this work, if you choose this life. It's hard, and it can be lonely, and it can be trying. Mm -hmm. When you choose this life, there is always a a host of community supporters. There are always people in your corner, and and, and you will never feel a lack of love. Mm -hmm. You will never feel a lack of drive, Mm -hmm. right? There's never Mm -hmm. a – I never say I'm going to work. I never feel like – disillusioned or disenchanted by my work mm-hmm. I've chosen this hard work I've, I get better at it all the time but my cup is never empty right mm-hmm. it is it is that's in the beautiful. hardest of days are the greatest of days mm-hmm. because they, that's the impact that's what makes mm-hmm. it great and so where social justice work and doing this is so hard that's not why we choose to do it we choose mm-hmm. to do it because we're called to do it and, and we get to make an impact right mm-hmm. we get to that's change beautiful. the world and so
1: that's to me an, a, a huge privilege Wow Ladies and gentlemen, Bridget Clark, Executive Director of Kids Food Basket. One last time, where do they need to go for more information? Kidsfoodbasket.org or check us out on Facebook at Kids Food Basket. Or um, can, can connect with me, uh, Bridget at kidsfoodbasket.org. All right. Thank you, guys. This was so fun for me to hang out at the hub, Kids Food Basket. You all know where to find Coach TMB. I'm on social media, Twitter, Instagram at Coach TMB. I love you guys. And remember, as I always say, to live your best life in life now. Until next time, peace.
0: You're tuned in to In Life Now with Teresa M. Blakely, Coach TMB. Relevant, relational, rational, reverent. Relevant, relational, rational, reverent. Relevant, relational, rational, reverent. Thanks for tuning in to In Live Now. Relevant, relational, rational, reverent. Relevant, relational, rational, reverent. Relevant, relational, rational.